We were 40 miles from Albany Forget it, I never shall What a terrible storm we had one night On the Erie Canal Oh, the Erie was rising And the gin was getting low And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink Till we get to Buffalo Till we get to Buffalo This is the Historian's Podcast, and I'm Bob Cudmore. Joining us are popular upstate New York musicians Cosby Gibson and Tom Stoddle. They've developed a program on the Erie Canal. They performed their music in New York State, which you might expect, but also in Coffeyville, Kansas. More on that in a few minutes. We're observing the bicentennial of the Erie Canal for the next few years. Construction began in 1817. 200 years ago this year, that happened, and the canal opened in 1825. The canal was a huge undertaking, widely scoffed at when it was proposed, but when it was finished, the Erie Canal allowed transport of freight and people from Buffalo and the Great Lakes to Albany, a distance of over 300 miles. The canal opened the Midwest to trade, and because the Hudson River linked the canal in the east to New York City, the canal made New York City the busiest port in the United States. Let's talk first with Cosby Gibson. Thousands of boats traveled along the canal, and they even called it America's first superhighway. How about that? Well, hi, Bob. Um, yes, uh, the Erie Canal was so important um, before the Erie Canal, uh, New York State and the areas in the Northeast were kind of were, were heavily wilderness, and so by having these shipments come by boat, um, it allowed um, goods, you know, and commerce to develop. And so the cities like Syracuse and Utica and Buffalo uh, just grew and grew. And um, because all of this was coming out of New York City, um, New York City was on the um, Atlantic Ocean and it was a big uh, port anyway. Uh, it made New York City just become one of the largest, most powerful ports. And um, because of all this commerce, uh, we were able to uh, transfer from uh, agricultural to industrial. Who pushed the canal along? Who are the people behind it? Well, um, it was invented, actually, or the idea was invented by a, a man who was in prison at the time, uh, Jesse Hawley, in the 1800s. And he was in prison in debtor's jail, actually. But he wrote, uh, he wrote to the president and, and, and was um, thought about having this canal. Now, a lot of people were uh, very hesitant about the idea and thought that it was outrageous because at that time, in, especially in New York State, there were, so, there were swamps and there were gullies and it was hard to traverse and uh, it was uh, wooded. So it was uh, it was made fun of, and it was became uh, nicknamed uh, Clinton's Folly or Clinton's Ditch. Mm -hmm. So it was DeWitt Clinton who pushed it, and I believe the president you're referring to is Thomas Jefferson, who did not put up yeah. any federal money for this. Uh, the, the state of New York, I believe, uh, financed it. Yes, um, it cost about six million dollars to build, which in in those days, the early 1800s, that's quite a bit, um, and it was about three-quarters of the budget that the federal government gave New York State. So that was a big risk. However, because of the toll charges that uh, the Erie Canal uh, earned or gained, they ended up making a profit of $113 million above the original cost, 
which is outlandish and uh, it's fantastic and um this success um inspired other areas to build canals uh Pennsylvania and Ohio and also actually in northern New York state also why did you and Tom Stoddle develop this program, Songs from the Time of the Erie Canal? It, it's timely, or was there any other purpose to that? Yes, um, it's, it's actually, we're very glad we were able to develop it. We had actually performed our own music at a folk conference, and a booking agency was there and heard us and asked if we would uh, join in their special humanities program in Kansas. Um, the uh, Every um, every week there's a show there in, in this area in Kansas, and they uh, wanted they they recruit artists to play there. But part of playing there is that the artist has to choose a theme. It has to be either educational or amusing or something. And so we decided, since we live in the Mohawk Valley, to choose Erie Canal. Have you ever done that before? Uh, you know, uh, write songs, and you write quite a few songs. I mean, most of the songs you perform, the songs you you've written, have you uh, either written or collected? Uh, songs about some cause or some event? Yes, uh, all the songs that I write are original. I, I did have one project. It was a series of history songs. I have about five songs about the American Revolution. And and, and it's um, it, it really is from a cultural point of view, kind of looking at uh, what it might have been like to come to these woods and, and build a, a farm or whatever. And then also the dangers uh, that were here, and which were many. So um, I, I do... Um, I did have I have written within a theme. Um, we would love to go back to Kansas and do this again, and and they um, this booking agency would like us to next year, and and we're thinking of maybe doing Adirondack songs, which would be fun. Mm. Yeah, they would be good. And of mm-hmm. course, uh, th- these songs that you perform that you're going to hear on the program today, these aren't your songs. These were uh, the folk songs from the uh, Erie Canal, correct? Yes, they were the actual songs that it, mostly work songs. And uh, and and if they were, I guess you know the trip uh, on the canal from uh, Albany to Buffalo took about nine days, and the boats were pulled by mules. And um, I, I would imagine it might get a little boring at times. And so they would uh, sing songs to liven up the day, or um, you know, just for fun. Mm. And many characters appear in various songs, such as Sal the Mule and the Cowardly Captain, the Red-haired Cook. It sounds, uh, they're pretty lively tunes. Yes, um, it, it was very interesting that um, not only a lot of the themes, but sometimes uh, the same lyrics, like a whole line of the same lyrics would appear from song to song. And mm-hmm. uh, they also would, uh, whatever geographic location they were in, they would uh, just alter the geographic location. Let's hear one of the songs by uh, Tom okay. Stoddle and Cosby Gibson, The Erie Canal. We were 40 miles from Albany, forget it, I never shall. What a terrible storm we had one night on the Erie Canal. Oh, the Erie was rising, and the chin was getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo, oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo. We were loaded down with barley. We were chucked full up on ride And the captain, he looked down on me With his gosh darn wicked eye Oh, the e was a-rising And the gin was a-getting low 
And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo. Our captain, he came on the deck with a spyglass in his hand. And the fog, it was so tarnal thick that he could not spy the land. Oh, the E-Rye was rising and the chin was a-getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo. She was a grand old gal, she wore a ragged dress We hoisted her upon a pole as a signal of distress Oh, the e was a-rising, and the chin was a-getting low And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo Oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo The wind began to whistle and the waves began to roll And we had to reef our royals On that raging canal Oh, the E-R-I-E was rising And the gin was a-getting low And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink Till we get to Buffalo oh, oh, Till we get to Buffalo Well, when we got to Syracuse Our off-mule, he was dead Nine mule got blind staggered, so we cracked him on the head. Oh, the E-R-I-E was a-rising, and the chin was a-getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo. Two days out from Syracuse, the vessel struck a shawl. We like to all been foundered on a chunk of Lackawanna coal. Oh, the E-R-I-E was a-rising, and the gin was a-getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, till we get to Buffalo. The captain, he got married. The cook, she went to jail. And I'm the only son of a sailor who's left to tell this tale. Oh, the E-R-I-E was a-rising, and the gin was a-getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, till we get to Buffalo. On the Historian's Podcast, Tom Staudel and Cosby Gibson are talking with us about and singing songs about the Erie Canal. Cosby, why did some of these Erie Canal songs fade away? Well, um, the songs faded because they were regional. They were specific to the canal. And of course, the canal is no longer uh, exists. So that's, that's part of it. Um, however, um, there are uh, folk music historians who have followed the songs, um, in particular, Alan Lomax, who's quite well-known, maybe you know him too. Um, he says that uh, some of the people who were involved in the canal or sang them uh, moved away or relocated, and they brought the songs with them. And he has actually been able to track some of the songs in areas of the south of the United States and Midwest and Western United States as well. Mm-hmm. And... The canal itself changed over the years, did it not? Yes, um, because it was so successful, 
the the state continued to improve it. They enlarged it. They deepened it. They wanted to have larger ships come through there. And they also um, created three more branches of the canal. One, one went, went up to Lake Placid, the Lake Placid area, and went straight north. And then um, another down more towards Ithaca, I believe. And um, the one thing that stopped the canals from developing any further was the fact that the railroad started uh, to come into existence in the late 1800s. And the railroad was faster, it could travel longer distances, and um, was less expensive. Mm. And the the canals uh, now are in a certain amount of financial trouble, it, it seems to me. But if there's a resurgence, it, it's been in uh, like what you folks are doing, uh, the, the historical importance and the fact that these canals are seen as attractive places to recreate. Yes. Um, one one thing about the canals is that, uh, as I had mentioned, the, the mules would pull the barges. And so there was a path on the side of the canal that the, the mule would walk along. And those paths still exist today in many places. And they're great. They uh, You can bike on them. You can walk on them, roller skate, whatever, or just, uh, you know, sit for a picnic or whatever. And they're also um, parts of the canals, the that do exist people can bring their boats on them and um it, a lot of the towns that are along where the canal was often do celebrations uh, uh erie canal celebrations and particularly uh, as you mentioned this is the bicentennial of the beginning of the building of the canal and uh, and they are already starting to organize and promote uh, celebrations that will happen this summer. Uh, one of the things is that the Albany um, Orchestra is going to be on a boat floating along the water, playing the music along the, um, in the water. <laughs> so I, I think that, that, that there's some really great ideas. And um, so, yeah, those are all inspired by the canal. Yeah, it sounds like a nice idea having the orchestra play uh, on the water. And speaking yes. of playing, I think we have time for uh, one more a tune from Tom Stoddle and Cosby Gibson, and that is The Trip on the Erie. You yacht on the Hudson, you, you ride on, on the lake. For a trip on the Erie, you bet takes the cake. Where the beefsteak as tough as a fighting boy's neck. And the cook, she's playing tag with the flies on the deck. For it was tramp, 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 and tighten up your lines. And watch the playful horse flies round the mules as they climb. For swish, 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 forget it, I never shall. When I drove a team of sorrow mules round the Erie Canal. Our cook, she's a daisy and dead stuck on me. Has fiery red hair and she's sweet 63. She's sunburned and freckled and friendly, you can bet. She's bright as a headlight on the port and starboard deck. For it was tramp, 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 tramp and tighten up your lines. And watch the playful horse flies round the mules as they climb. For it was swish, 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 forget it, I never shall. When I drove a team of sorrow mules round the Erie Canal. So haul in your tow line and take in your slack. Tighten up your breeches and straighten up your back through the sunshine and storm. Down the towpath we'll walk and we'll giddy up those mules when they kick and they balk. For it was tramp, 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 tramp and tighten up 
your lines and watch the playful horse flies round the mules as they climb. For oh, swish, 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 forget it, I never shall. When I drove a team of sorrow mules round the Erie Canal. When I drove a team of sorrow mules round the Erie Canal. That was the song Trip on the Erie Canal. On the Historian's Podcast, we continue with an interview with Cosby Gibson's partner, Tom Staudel. I caught up with Tom at the Amsterdam, New York Free Library, where he and Cosby were listening to another folk singer who was part of a concert series at the library. Tom and Cosby had performed their Erie Canal program there earlier in the year. But the remarkable thing about Tom and Cosby is that they took their Erie Canal songs all the way to Coffeyville, Kansas. Tom Staudle says he enjoyed the trip. It was great. Once we got out there, we met a lot of really cool people. We wound up playing the college. We played up uh, two of the schools. We played a lot of community centers. And everyone was just really great. I wound up getting a, a really cool song called At the Meeting of the Rivers that we ended every show with. And then uh, when we got back, we heard a lot of cool facts and kind of took our own tour of the Dalton boys when they went to rob both of the banks in Coffeyville. And uh, I wrote this really cool song called uh, The Ballad of the Dalton Boys versus Coffeyville, Kansas. Yeah, maybe a little more on the Dalton Boys. They were kind of like the rivals of the Jesse James gang and robbing banks. Yeah, it was very interesting, the Dalton Boys, because they actually came from Coffeyville, Kansas. And they wanted to one-up, you know, Jesse and the boys, so they were going to rob both the banks in Coffeyville. And uh, when they got there to rob the banks... There was road construction going on in a town lined in dirt, and they had moved all the hitching posts. So the the Dalton boys, the boys had to put their horses other places. So since everyone knew who they were because they were from Coffeyville, Kansas, they put on disguises. And because they had such terrible disguises, everybody saw them coming from a mile away and said, who are these weird-looking guys? (laughs) So they all watched them go into the bank. They heard a couple of gunshots from the bank, so as soon as they came out of the bank, everybody was ready and drawn, and 300 bullets went a-flying, and three of them died, excuse me, three of them died, three of the Dalton boys died in a death alley, and that's right, if you go there now, it's still there, and they have a jail there with three of the bodies lying there, it's really kind of bizarre, and um, then one of them, one of the actual Dalton boys, went back to get his brother, he had the... The guy who was alive had the money and the horse, and he was down the alleyway, and he was on his way out of town. And he turned around to go help his brother who was shot in the street, and he got shot. And he didn't die, but they have a picture of him lying there in the jail cell. And outside the jail cell are the three dead guys in the Dalton Boys. It's so bizarre. That is quite a story. How did you get to Coffeyville, Kansas? Do you drive? Yeah, we wound up taking Cosby's van. Victorious is her name. And uh, Cosby got her as a a GoFundMe or one of the things on the Internet like that through her Patreon thing. And, um, yeah, we wound up driving. It took us, like, two days to get there. And it was kind of cool. We met a lot of cool people. We we drove and drove and drove. We didn't stop much. And, uh, like I said, just learning some facts on the way and tr- coming up with different songs and, you know, rehearsing our songs on the Erie Canal and whatnot. Sure. 
Again, we're talking with the folk singer Tom Staudel, who with Cosby Gibson has uh, put together a program about uh, the Erie Canal uh, in song. Uh, let me ask you about something uh, different. I mean, it's related to folk music. I know it's near and dear to your heart, and it's not really a happy story at this moment. But for uh, quite a while, you've been associated uh, with a coffee house in Fultonville, New York, uh, right at exit uh, 28 of the throughway uh but unfortunately that at least temporarily has ended yes um a few days before saint patrick's day on the the blizzard that we had on that tuesday somehow some way there was a short in the back of the church either in the kitchen or in the furnace room or whatever caused it you know ice on a wire or cave into the roof they don't know yet um it's still too soon but Basically, there was a fire in the back of the church, which, which caught up, and based, you know the church is from 1835 or older, so it was just like dry wood just going up, and um, we had just started our ninth year as the acoustic coffee house, and uh, it was great. You know, we were going to have our hundredth show in August. The church was so good to us in the past; they gave us the basement, the electricity, free coffee, water. All the, the people that came down, the audience, were just absolutely wonderful. After the first two years, people started bringing food down. So we had this magnificent buffet of food every time we did the coffee house, which was the first Saturday of the month. And um, we would get like 40 to 60 people on average, about 15 to 20 performers. Yeah, it was. It, we were so blessed. It was an amazing thing that we ran for eight full years. We had seven parties in Fultonville Park. Thanks to uh, the County Line Rebels and Howard Bellinger, we had a stage on wheels every year and people that donated food. So, yeah, it's going to be missed. I'm not really sure what we're going to do. Probably going to take the next few months off, but um, hopefully we'll come back either way. But, yeah, the United Methodist Church still is such a great thing, but they were such a great thing. And, yeah, I don't know how much I could thank them over the years for what they did for us. And I know you're a very religious person that frequently comes up in conversations with you. Did you worship at that church or no? Um, sure. It's You know, you're supposed to be praising God all day Sunday. So I, I play in the band at the Reformed Church in Fonda. And for a while, the Methodist Church in Fultonville used to start at 9. So I would go over there and I would sing in their choir. And then from there, from 10 o'clock, I would go over to the reform church and rehearse with the band and then play in the band at 11 so the last year the methodist church went to 9 30 and the reform church went to 10 30 so they kind of didn't give me time to run from one place to the other so yeah i wasn't actually a member but i'm involved with kind of everything they do i help at the dinners if there's a dinner going on i'm in the kitchen you know, I'm not even sure, but we're still supposed to be doing a Brooks dinner coming up. I know the church is going to probably keep being involved with the community and doing the outreach that they do, even if there's no building standing there. Because, you know, church is not a building. It's just where people meet to praise God and thank God. The church is the people. Exactly, exactly. We can get a bunch of people here and have a little, you know, Bible study, and this is the church. And before we run out of time, uh, in connection with you and Cosby and your specifically your Erie Canal program or other programs you do, how can people reach you or, or hear your music? Can you give us a handle on that? Sure. You can go to CosbyGibson.com, and from there there's links all over the place for us. 
You can go to Cosby Gibson and TomStartle.com, and there's our music there. Um, my music right now is at MySpace.com slash TomStartle, but I'm going to start getting some stuff on SoundCloud and uh, maybe, you know, Reverb Nation off of Facebook. But otherwise, CosbyGibson.com, just look Cosby up on Google or any of the searches. She's the only female Cosby on the Internet. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the best way to get our music. And it was a great trip. Kansas trip was a great trip. Actually, I'm working on a CD, just finishing up a little five-song CD for a gentleman in Kansas who told me about some songs I should learn, and I'm going to send him the two songs that I wrote for Kansas, you know, for Coffeeville. So that'll be really cool. That'll be going out in a week or so. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time for the answer, but where did you come from? And if you where is well, where, yeah, are you from around here? I am originally from Long Island. I moved up here about 25 years ago or so, and I moved to Fultonville, and I lived in Fultonville for 20 years, and then I lived in Fonda for four years, and now I live off of 107. In, so. in town of Perth, I believe. Exactly, yeah. Fort Johnson, Perth, people say, you, you know, if you're from the area, you know where 107 is. That's <laughs> upstate New York. And have you always been a singer? Um, I've loved singing. You know, I remember a million years ago, if you ever remember a show called Wonderama with Bob McAllister, he had an opera singer on there. And as an eight-year-old, I started singing opera. And my parents were like, what is going on in there? So I've always loved music and singing. Okay. Well, Tom Stoddle, it's been a pleasure having you and Cosby Gibson on the Historian's Podcast. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Cudmore. You're the greatest, and everybody loves you. God bless you, man. Peace. Now, one more Erie Canal song from Tom Stoddle and Cosby Gibson, Buffalo Gals, written by John Hodges in 1844. Buffalo Gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight, come out tonight. Buffalo Gals, won't you come out tonight and dance by the light of the moon? As I was walking down the street, down the street, down the street, a pretty little gal I chanced to meet, and we danced by the light of the moon. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight, come out tonight. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight and dance by the light of the moon? I danced with. With a hole in a stocking and a heel kept a knocking and a toes kept a rocking. I danced with a gal with a hole in a stocking and we danced by the light of the moon. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight, come out tonight. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight and dance by the light of the moon? I danced all night with a bottle in my hand, a bottle in my hand. A bottle in my hand, I danced all night with a bottle in my hand, and we danced by the light of the moon. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight, come out tonight. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight and dance by the light of the moon? Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight, come out tonight. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight and dance by the light of the Thanks to Cosby Gibson and Tom Staudle for this special edition of the Historian's Podcast, Music of the Erie Canal. 
You can help support the Historian's Podcast with a contribution to our GoFundMe campaign. Go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Historians 2017 or send a check made out to Bob Cudmore to 125 Horseman Drive, Scotia, New York, 12302. That's the Historian's Podcast. I'm Bob Cudmore. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, oh, till we get to Buffalo. Two days out from Syracuse, the vessel struck a shawl. We like to all been foundered on a chunk of a Lackawanna coat. Oh, the E.R.I.E. was rising and the gin was getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, till we get to Buffalo. The captain, he got married. The cook, she went to jail. And I'm the only son of a sailor who's left to tell this tale. Oh, the E.R.I.E. was rising and the gin was a-getting low. And I scarcely think that we'll get a little drink till we get to Buffalo. Oh, till we get to Buffalo.